Hey there. Welcome to the Disciple Making Church podcast uh, and impactdisciples.com. I'm Mike Keaton, uh, and here joined today with Ken Adams. We are part of Impact Disciples uh, and Impact Ministries. This is Ken. He is the founder of Crossroads Church, or pastor, lead pastor of Crossroads Church and founder of Impact Ministries. And uh, we get to talk about disciple making. And we are so glad that you have tuned in with us today and uh, we appreciate you being here. We got a lot of good stuff for you uh, today. And we're going to talk today, Ken, about something that is very dear to a lot of pastors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I know we don't have just pastors uh, listening and watching. We have a lot of church leaders, too. Uh, but uh, And that's the idea of preaching mm-hmm. in a disciple-making context. So we get to talk about a lot of things related to disciple-making. Mm-hmm. And today we're kind of just uh, targeting one specific area, uh, and that is the preaching. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? in a disciple-making church or context. And so uh, we're going to talk about that. We'll tell you about a couple things we got going on uh, in terms of opportunities for you uh, to, uh, to be trained and to find out some more things that are going on. But anyway, Ken, that's where we're going today. Yeah. You know, Mike, let me tell you, man, right, off the, right from the get-go, what a great subject. You raise a great point. And here's why I say that, because... Um, I have been a student of disciple-making in the church for uh, over 34 years. I have never been to a conference, never read a blog, never read a book. I've never, ever heard preaching and disciple-making talked about in the same sentence. I never have. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I've just never personally seen it. Uh, I would have definitely gone to that breakout (laughs) if it had happened. But I've never seen that, so I think this is a need. And we have a blog that goes along with this podcast that you're going to want to check it out at impactdisciples.com. But um, I would also say this. is it So for all these years, I've never, ever seen anything connected to this topic. But I have also been preaching almost, almost every weekend, every month for sure, of my life for the past 34 years yeah. in this same local church. Wow. And so... It's about time <laughs> yeah. that we talk about this. And we, we will obviously <clears throat> just scratch the surface and we'll have just a few minutes to highlight a couple of thoughts about it. But uh, it is a untapped subject and it is a resource that at some point really does need to be mined and, and dug deeper. But ultimately, Mike, <clears throat> since the master disciple maker is Jesus, really what we want to do is we want to look at how Jesus communicated and how Jesus, you know, proclaimed the Word of God. And he did that like no one else, of course. As we know, it says that uh, they were astonished at his teaching. Yeah. And uh, we we probably, when we get up and teach and preach, we, we want people to be astonished, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But Ken, before we dive into, I guess, the specifics, just in a maybe more general way, what, how... Why do you think preaching, why do you think preaching is a better, better way to put this? Why do you think preaching is such a personal thing in a pastor or a preacher or a pastor's life and ministry? Uh, because we probably need to kind of talk about that real briefly just mm. as we launch into, okay, we're going to lead a disciple-making movement, right? But, mm. you know, preaching is such a big deal mm. to the guy who's preaching. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, why is that yeah. so big and so important? Well, what a uh, what a what a huge question, and probably a lot to unpack there. Probably some of it we would get very personal about some of our reasons and some of our motivations behind preaching. I, I would say that for a lot of pastors, um, the the preaching platform is many ways how we're evaluated the most. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, just 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 a thought. Uh, you you hear people say about pastors quite often. Uh, good communicator, not so good, horrible. You hear that, but rarely ever do you hear anybody say, great disciple-making pastor, mm-hmm. uh, not a disciple. I mean, I mean that, that tells us something, right? Mm-hmm. That tells us where our focus is, and that tells us what we make is important mm-hmm. and what's not. And yet, when we evaluate what the mission of the church is, um, we, we probably we probably are... You need to realign our thinking on that, right? Yeah, and I think that's a great like lead-in, really, to mm-hmm. you know this whole idea of what does then. I mean, preaching is such a, a big deal, big part, uh, mm-hmm. very personal to a pastor, um, but it's a huge uh, part. But it's not the only part. We're going to talk that's about right. these things. So, why don't you kind of unpack that a little bit for us, and just you know, what does preaching look like in a disciple-making church? And mm-hmm. What are the the key things that mm. you know uh, that we can use the preaching uh, for, and how does it fit? Mm. Well, one of the first things that we that we would have to say about preaching in a disciple making church is that that preaching is not the end all, and preaching is not the end product. It mm. is it is one part of an overall process. Mm. So, I mean, let's be honest, Mike. That 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 messes a lot of people up yeah. and that challenges a lot of people's comprehension or or uh, or concept of what the local church is I, I know and you know yourself there are a lot of churches and a lot of pastors where the pulpit and what's preached is really sort of the primary it, it is the primary thing you know mm-hmm. and that's that is what if you're having if you're having a good service then you've accomplished you know, a good service with a good message and good worship, you've accomplished the mission. Yeah. Right? Right. But not according to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have, I'm probably going to get a lot of people mad with this one. <laughs> you can have a good service, a good message, good worship, and still not accomplish the reason you came. Hmm. Those are a part. Yeah. You don't want. A bad service, bad preaching, and a bad message, but you want a good preaching, good service, good message to lead toward the mission of making disciples. That's right. What do you think? Well, I think you're you're right, and I think it is a big deal, but it's not the only deal. And I think is for our viewers and those watching, and maybe many of you know, but if you don't, then at impactdisciples.com, we have lots of other resources mm-hmm. that kind of talk about the strategy in a church. Uh, in terms of disciple making and really what we're talking about what you just described was their weekend experience it's it's a it's a spoke in the wheel mm-hmm. of disciple making it's not the only thing yeah you know i, I i've known some pa- i still do i know some pastors that they would say that the primary discipling environment in their church is the preaching platform on a weekend mm-hmm. well I, you know i i i i just 
I, I, could, I see it so differently mm-hmm. because that's not the way Jesus did it, and that's not even the most effective way. It, you, you don't really disciple large groups of people. You disciple small groups of people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, does a large group have a place? It had a place in Jesus's ministry. Right. It should have a place in ours, but it is not the only place, nor is it the most important place. Yes. And some places that you go to is that nothing else is as important as what happens on an hour on Sundays. Right. And so there used to be this phrase uh, many years ago that was passed around out there in leadership world about it's all about the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. so basically you're saying that's not 100% all yeah. the way true? Is that what I'm hearing you say? That is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's about everything that happens during the week, too. Right. And the weekend is a key part of that. Right. I'm not minimizing. Right. That's one thing I wanted to clarify. Yeah, I'm not minimizing the preaching of God's Word or the weekend service, but the weekend service has to lead toward making fully trained disciples. If it's not leading to that, then um, uh, it, it's it's lost its place in the process. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not trying to minimize it because it's so huge and so important, but it's just a piece of the soft-making process. That's right. All right, so what else? So I, I think the, the the second thing I would throw out there in terms of preaching in a disciple-making church is that clearly uh, preaching needs to be biblical. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's not... Uh, it's not our opinions that change lives. It's mm-hmm. the Word of God. It's a, a two-edged sword. You know, it's living. It's active. And so, uh, it isn't. Um, it isn't our uh, our great you know oration or our great uh, you know um, you know interpretation that makes a difference. It's literally the Word of God that changes lives. So. We need to be bringing people back to the Word of God that's right. as a part of the preaching in a disciple-making church because that's what disciple-making is ultimately all about. You know, I think it, it's kind of interesting that you, you hear a lot of discussion about what is the right type of preaching. And uh, believe it or not, some people sort of, uh, some people sort of look down on uh, topical preaching and not... I, it's not my preferred thing. I prefer to be expository and let the Word of God speak, you know. But, uh, but probably Jesus spoke more topically than he did expositorily, mm. and um, and so it, it, you, you don't want to. It's be careful not to lump topical preaching into a category it doesn't need to be in. Yeah, that's um, a good point. But uh, but clearly, whatever method that you use, you want to be uh, communicating the timeless, changeless truth of God's Word, not what you're reading on the headlines. Right. And if you're not careful, you can get sucked into uh, just preaching whatever people are buying and whatever people want to hear. And uh, that's 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 never been the priority or the purpose of God's Word. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And that's one of the things that I've always appreciated about your preaching, Ken, is that it's never really been... Uh, you know, I would say issue-oriented per se, yeah. you know, or as you say, the, the, the weekend headlines, you know. It's yeah. not necessarily those things. It's just let's take people to the Scriptures because that's where the ultimate authority is. That's exactly right. That's right. So appreciate that. And uh, so we've got, uh, so in, um, we want that to be uh, back to the Bible. It's just a piece uh, of the disciple-making process and a disciple-making church. Uh, what else? Well, 
you know, clearly, if <clears throat> if making disciples is about a transformation, then you want uh, you want the the word of God to bring about uh, life change. You want the preaching moment to be not just the accumulation of more facts. Right. You want it to lead to change of life. Right. And uh, you and I both know not all preaching does that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus did not say, go and make theologians. And Jesus did not say, go and make scholars. He said, go and make disciples. Yeah, that's a good one. And so what, uh, what, what our goal in preaching uh, through the Bible, which, which is what we do, we preach through the Bible in our church, is that the ultimate goal is that it would cause a person to be uh, a better human being, a better spouse, a better parent, a better sibling, a better friend, a better church member, a better employer or employee, a better uh, citizen. It would be uh, a better disciple, a better person as a result of God's Word, not just a more intelligent person, mm. not just a more knowledgeable person. Mm -hmm. And so if all we see preaching as being is a way to disseminate information, we have fallen way too short, which obviously means that not only do we need um, careful uh, communication of God's Word, but we need the anointing of God's Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I've discovered over the years, Mike, is that, is that when you preach the Word of God in an environment where the Spirit of God is at work, then He can take God's Word and your need, and He can intercept the two in person's life in a very unique way. That's right. And uh, it's funny, I, I have, over the years, I have maybe used an illustration about something which wasn't even the point of my message, and somebody would come up to me later and say, man, I'm so glad you shared that. It's changed my life. And I'm just like, well, clearly that wasn't because of my my giftedness and my preparation, but it was because <laughs> the Spirit of God was at work in this person's life, and right. that's where um, that's where we, we see it change. So, um, but, you know, I would ask you, man, you, you're a, uh, you communicate here as well, and you teach classes, and you preach from time to time, and uh, where do you see the, uh, or what are some insights that you have on how preaching and disciple making go together? So to me, it is, you know, you say the word transformation, and I think the key, or maybe a avenue towards transformation is application. And so mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's one thing to communicate what they need to know, which is information, because there is a certain aspect of information that we're giving, but it's also, what do they need to do? right so what do they need to know what do they need to do and that's the applicational part and if you apply this to your life then which is not isn't that the goal i remember studying in, in seminary the goal of all bible studies application so if it's application then that's how life changes that's how people's life you know they make changes in their life applying the word to their life obviously holy spirit's the one who does that but so to me it's it's like you know one of the keys is is to think in terms of as you're teaching through the text and preaching the points that you're preaching um, yeah, convey the info, but convey it in such a way that you're helping them take a step, you know, um, with your points or your applications and uh, just however you do that. Uh, just, you know, lead towards that objective mm -hmm. and not just to pass along information and just walk away saying, 
hey, wouldn't it great to to study this truth today? Mm-hmm. You know, which is not bad because the Holy Spirit and God can take His Word and, like you said, He'll apply it to them. I mean, how many times have we heard? How many times have you heard, Ken, somebody come up to you and say, "Hey, thanks for saying this today," and mm-hmm. then you go back and you think, "Wait." I don't remember saying that, yeah. you know, yeah. because Holy Spirit took something you said and applied it to them yeah. in a very specific way. Yeah. And so uh, that's just how it works. But I just think emphasizing application, not over the sake of information, mm-hmm. but as the outcome of the information. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and would, you, would you agree with this? It, ultimately, it's all about balance, isn't it? Because what we're talking about in terms of the, the weekend uh, you know, service preaching environment. You know, the same thing could be true in in a classroom setting, a Sunday school class. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, it, if if the uh, concept or if this the idea of knowing knowing more, getting more information, gets out of balance, then uh, it can end up taking you down the wrong path, right? Mm-hmm. And so. What we are clearly saying is that everybody needs information, mm-hmm. no question. But what you do with that information is is making sure that it's in balance, mm-hmm. right? So you need a steady intake, but you also need a steady outtake. You need yeah. a steady application of that. And I just think what I see probably in most places, Mike, is that the that the the content or the uh, the information is just probably out of balance. You know, we say this a lot of times in our training, disciple-making church training, we have been educated way above our level of obedience. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about that. Yeah, and I've heard it from, I got it from somebody else. It's not new to me, but but uh, but I've heard it said that we are, wet, we are educated way above our level of obedience. And, you know, on my cell phone, I've got, I've got so many messages downloaded. I've got... Uh, Bible concordance. I've got commentaries. I've got so much information. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't apply nearly as much as mm. in my life as what I'm. But I'm. But I'm in the process. You know for sure. Right. So. Right. Um, so yeah, I think this idea of preaching in a disciple making church. So I think in a lot of ways, you know, the 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 element of preaching, the concept, the discipline of preaching, the preparation for preaching. So. Um, I think all those things are consistent in in most Bible believing churches. I think those are you know um, those are standard, if you will. What I think is missing is where it fits in the in the church and its level of priority and importance. And you know, is it a is it a part of an overall strategy right. of making disciples? Is it, how about this? Is it the mission or is it a part of making the mission happen? Yeah, I think the latter. I think so too. I think the latter for sure. I'm yeah. glad you agree. <laughs> well, keeps me safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about your Disciple Making Church Conference coming up. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, we're going to do a Disciple Making Church seminar up in Landrum, South Carolina at a church by the name of The Well. Mm-hmm. And uh, very excited about that. It's this Saturday, the 20th, and it'll run from about 9 o'clock in the morning to about mid-afternoon, 3 o'clock mm-hmm. or so. And uh, we're very excited about it. we got a, a church up there that's hungry. 
mm-hmm. for uh, trying to figure out how to be a disciple-making church, mm-hmm. Ken. And so we're going to go up there and uh, and just uh, teach them the principles and help them with some strategy and mm-hmm. uh, some of their environments and things like that that we talk about in that seminar. So we definitely want to let everyone know about that. Mm-hmm. If they're in that area at all, uh, we certainly would invite you to come over. Uh, we'll have a, a way for you to sign up for that uh, in the in the description and and here in our notes and uh, you can go to impactdisciples.com and do it there uh, but yeah very excited about that yeah, this weekend that's cool and so you're going to be in South Carolina and then uh, about a week later uh, myself and some other guys are we're going to be in Zambia Africa amazing and so all of our listeners in Zambia <laughs> Can uh, uh, can sign up and be a part of the conference that's there. There's thousands and, uh, out there. Ken. So there's yeah. uh, uh, we, I, I, you'll have to go to our our uh, Facebook page to find out more about that. And uh, and then uh, we have some disciple making pastor equipping groups. We do that are coming up in the summer. Uh-huh. And I think next we got, month. June. Yeah, we've got one in June, don't yeah. we? So and that's just when we say next month, it's just like what a week and a half yeah, away. So it is. It yeah, is. so in June we got some disciple making pastor equipping groups starting, and uh, we'll have even a few of those even even after that. So yeah, we got some opportunities there for pastors, and not just pastors, but even church leaders, mm. um, to uh, ministry leaders, discipleship leaders, to to jump in some of those equipping groups and figure out okay, how can they become that, and maybe you know, leverage their influence to, uh, to their churches. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the most, uh, newest resources that we have, uh, ties into that. And that is called, uh, the first 30 days to becoming a disciple making pastor. And there so this is kind of a, uh, a precursor to the group. And, uh, it's a great little quick, quick read and a quick little, uh, study for some pastors to do together. But, um, but you'll want to pick a, Pick up a copy of this at impactdisciples.com. Mm-hmm. You'll want to get in on the equipping group. And uh, if we can help, uh, you know, a church really get a plan for how to be a disciple-making church, we'll come do a consultation, and we'll also uh, do a seminar uh, in your church. So uh, uh, we're trying to be a, a place where it's kind of all things disciple-making, man. That's right. And uh, uh, we're glad that uh, folks are joining us. Yeah, and w- one thing we like to say, too, is that you know, we're not experts. Uh, we're in a. We're trying to flesh it out in a disciple-making church, mm. in a context, and uh, we're just wanting to pass along and share some of the things that we have learned and are learning. And mm. so, uh, we welcome you and uh, encourage you to to come alongside and uh, let us help out and let us have some conversations with you guys. So, for everything we've talked about, you mm. can find on our website impactdisciples.com and sign up for these uh, seminars and these equipping groups find the resources as well and we welcome you to uh, invite you to to come mm-hmm. there and check that out if there's anything we can do to help you come alongside you don't hesitate to reach out give us a call uh, reach out to us at our website mm-hmm. we are appreciative of you joining us today thanks so much let us know how we can help and be praying for you guys as you mm-hmm. all lead out to stop making movements in your where you are thanks for joining